Welcome to the ClickCast. I am your host, Big Ron Studd. And as always, we have the homie, the author. Give it to him, Jimmy Jam. What's up, what's up? Back with us this week is our own personal Bob Costas, Christian Uncaged. Chris Doggy Dog, CT, whatever you want to call it, he is the man. Give it up, give it up to him, Uncaged. I'm going to let you tell it, big bro, but I uh, appreciate it. Good to be back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the ClickCast is very, very proud to, to let everyone know that we are now available on Spotify. We are now available on Pod Google Podcasts, Pod Addict. Pod Addict. I'm leaving that in there. I don't give a damn. Pod Addict. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do this again because this is the first time I have to say we're very proud. We have a, a bunch of new uh, places for you to find us. We're getting our sponsorship on, and, and the um, the cast is moving forward. So, again, as I was trying to say so eloquently, the click cast is now available on Spotify. We're available on Google Podcasts. We're available on Pod Addict, soon to be on iHeartRadio. Um, check out our Facebook page. Give us a like, join us, become a part of our click. Um, we also have an Instagram page that is still under construction. So give us a like over there when you get a chance. And really soon we'll be up our YouTube page and we'll get you more information on that as it comes. Yes, got it all out in two takes. So what? All right. This is our actual first um, review, our big show review. Um Give it up to uh, B Squared, who couldn't be in today, but is like doing a whole lot of work behind the scenes for the cast and making a lot of us are, are these moves possible. So thank you, my man. Can't wait to have you back. Um, also, thank you to Jimmy Jan for for making sacrifices and watching this show. I know his heart is hurt. <laughs> he's probably a little upset. Wow. He's a little upset with us, and he's going to let it all out pretty soon. So I'm going to let... Let uh, me just say one thing right. Let me I just say one get thing. It out. <laughs> Let me just say one thing. This is a sacrifice. Ron, you said that I am now a podcaster. I don't feel like one, but I'm a podcaster now, so I have to watch these shows. Let me just say, I want some coin in my pocket, some ad money from these shows, because I did not enjoy this. I will slang all the dick pills, blue chew, audible, race, battle legend, and hit us up, because... <laughs> I need the money in my pocket to watch these shows, all right? <laughs> my God. All right, go ahead, Ron. Oh, like I said, I was going to have to incur the wrath of, of Jimmy Jam. I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming, and that's only the beginning. So we're going to start talking about Royal Rumble 22, and I'm sure, I'm sure, Chris Dog is going to have a lot more positive state things to say about this show. I'm going to be as I always am, pretty much, is right in the middle somehow. Um, I was, and I'm not going to lie. Actually, this morning I woke up and thinking about the review. I was like, "What the hell am I going to say about this show?" Because it kind of sucked. Well, I wasn't impressed. See, and that's why I kept saying I wasn't impressed. Um, um, Christian and Cage, what was your take on the show? Um, overall. Uh, I thought the show was probably like a C plus. You can put it maybe at a B minus, depending on what your highs and lows are. Um, I think, you know, we get, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Spoiled 
with with the surprises. We've had really, really good years of surprises at that point and some lackluster years. And I would say this is probably more of a lackluster year from a Royal Rumble entrant perspective, both with the women and the men. Um, probably a lot to do with a lot of the releases and different things that they've done and maybe just where they are with some of the creative, good or bad. So, you know, I know there were some underwhelming entrants that were in the Royal Rumble this year. And I'm sure that brings down the grade, but yeah, I put it right there around a C plus. You couldn't argue with that. I think that's 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 where I would be like C plus at its best. Um, let's talk about you know. Okay, so I, I clicked on pretty much in the beginning because I want to be a responsible podcaster, and so I watched the pre show while I had like plenty of other music blasting and other things that keep me going because it's a pre show, right? And there was no matches on the pre show, so I wasn't sure how to take that. There was like nothing but those corny people talking and so um i just moved on for the pre-show and i just wanted to share that no match on the pre-show this year it's a big year it's a big um pay-per-view and so i just figured it'd be something there to get you started so the opening match was rollin versus reigns this pretty much set off jimmy jam from the beginning so i'm gonna go ahead and let you get started guy <laughs> so i started this event late i just started watching this maybe like eight or nine Pacific time, something like that. And I'll, I'll be fair. I'll be transparent. I didn't watch the entire match. I hit fast forward. I saw some of the spots and I was like, all right, whatever. I'm not a big Roman guy. So whatever. Um, I got to the end. I saw that bullshit. And then I texted you guys. This is exactly why I stopped watching WWE. I, I don't want to rant. I don't want to come off like a goddamn lunatic. Well, <laughs> why start now? What's different today? <laughs> I, I never try to rant. It's just they just do shit that irritates me. Like, who wants to see a lame-ass DQ finish <sighs> in a championship match on a pay-per-view? It's like, why? Mm. Now, granted, like I said, I, I stopped watching... This past June, June of 2021, I stopped watching. So, all I've been hearing is that Roman is the dominant champion. Okay, fine, whatever. Have him kick Rollins in the damn dick and then pin him. Like, what's this lame-ass DQ shit? Just fucking pin him. I'm I'm ranting now, I'm ranting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, and And then after that... So before that, they had Charles Robinson. Was he the ref? I think he was the ref. Basically, putting Rollins' hand on on, on the on the bottom rope, and it's like, what? Don't insult my intelligence. The camera's yeah. right there. You put his hand on you the know bottom what's so rope. Funny, I, I caught. I actually had the show running now, just for us in the background, and I saw that this morning when I watched it. He literally did pick up his hand and put it on the rope. So I was wondering, that's me part of the story, but. It was extremely obvious the way it went down. And, and, and the very last thing I want to say about it is, after that, like I said, I fast forward through, through the whole match, but I had to take a break after that match. I'm like, is this what I'm in store for? I had to stop. I had to go do something else. I watched Ozark for, for, for like one episode, because that show was awesome. Ozark is amazing. I watched an episode of Ozark, and I'm like, okay, let me get back to this now to get me in, in a more palatable mood. I was just ugh after that finish. Oh my so God, bless his heart. Yeah. Chris Dog, what, what were your thoughts on the match? Did you catch this match? I know you came in a little late too, actually. 
I unfortunately didn't get to see this match. I actually started the show during the Women's Royal Rumble. Okay. So I didn't get to catch the match. And I actually thought it was coming on later, but now, you know, reviewing and then seeing the later part of the show with Brock Lesnar and Lashley, it made, all, it made a lot of sense. But, um, no, it, it, it's a shame that that match ended that way for sure. I didn't see all of the things that you're talking about, Jay, but, you know, obviously that's disappointing, but... You know, realistically, you can't take the belt off of Roman at this particular juncture, even though it would have been cool seeing Seth get back to it. Um, but you're still, you know, figuring out the, the end game with Roman Reigns. Can you turn him babyface at some point? Uh, is he going to remain in the same uh, heel stable? Like, what, what can you do development-wise and, and expanding the story even further than this? So I believe that they had to make that decision, so... You know, it is what it is. I, th- I thought, yeah. Oh, I th- oh, I'm, go, go ahead, Jimmy Jam. Go ahead. I was, was going to say, I do, for all our listeners, I, I do want to say that I did watch highlight packages and whatnot to try to get caught up with, with all the storylines and whatnot. So I didn't go in blind. I knew pretty much the storyline that, that they were trying to tell. And going with a heel versus heel match, I, that's one of my biggest pet yeah, peeves in, yeah, in all of wrestling. Yeah. I absolutely hate heel versus heel match because the psychology doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. The audience is supposed to root for one and boo the other. That's mm-hmm. just simple wrestling psychology. If it's two heels, two assholes, who am I supposed to cheer for? Who? Yeah. Who? 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he rarely does it work. It has to be some really, really fantastic workers to make it work. And even then, one person or one team has to become the heel, one has to become the face. But yeah, rarely does that really come off right unless you really know what you're doing. Um, I.e., um, Ars and Tully versus the Midnight Express back in the days. Those are some fantastic matches. Oh my God. But anyway, let me get too old school on you. Um, shout out to B Squared who mentioned that Pat McAfee referred to um, Dean Ambrose as Mox when they were talking about the Shield. I completely forgot that. Missed that shit. Uh oh. Was he supposed to do that? <laughs> Somebody's going to get yelled up? at. Somebody's going to get yelled at by Vince really badly. Hey, um, so. and, and just a piggy off of that, you know, uh, Rollins said Mox on um, SmackDown during a promo with Rollins. He well, did, so. didn't he? You're right. He did say <laughs> that. <huh? laughs> That's funny. Oh, wow, man. Somebody's going to get their asses literally chewed out by Vince. When I say literally, I mean, you can see Vince really chewing somebody's ass with his old man face. Um <laughs> <laughs> so I, again I'm going to have to agree it, the DQ ending was kind of white they could have um, they could have definitely put over um, Reigns but I'm figuring to me I guess that means they're headed into uh, Saudi Arabia which is going to be where the, the elimination chamber is going to be but the main event or one of the, the matches is going to be a, uh, a rematch between these two with some sort of no DQ, no DQ, whatever stipulation going into it, and then um, continue the story. Basically, that Roman Reigns has not actually beaten Rollins yet. You know, go off and uh, beat him in Saudi Arabia, and Vince can make those guys happy because you know we don't want to get stuck on a plane again, not be able to come back. Um, I should say we, they, because I, I wasn't involved. But um, so yeah, that match sucked. Anyway, moving on. The Women's Royal Rumble. Oh, 
the women's, also known as the Divas oh, Royal Rumble, because it was pretty much all the Divas. Those were all. <laughs> any, anybody who was part of the Diva generation was there. Um, some disappointing, some, 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 not really surprised here, but I knew at this point. But um, Chris Dog, kick it off with the Women's Royal Rumble. Where did you jump in? I'm curious, actually. So I came in about midway. Okay. Um, I know Molly Holly was on her way in. It was around the time that I got um, integrated in it. So I was having some uh, NBC Peacock issues. Oh, dude, but, I, uh, the Peacock app sucks ass, yo. I got the Comcast, which is supposed to be way easy, but it's not. It's terrible. It's terrible. I'm not yeah. on the Peacock. It could suck my Peacock. Um. So, so actually, we were able so to get on there. I can actually um, jump. Actually, I got. I have all the one. I, I I took meticulous notes for 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 change because I'm getting a responsible podcast. And so, um, let's start from the beginning, and then we can hop in there right with Molly Holly. Uh, is that what you said? Okay. You jumping in there? Yeah. Um. So Sasha Banks leads us in there, right? Yes, Sasha Banks. I love it. That's the girl. Um, which they could have saved her comeback. And SmackDown, instead of you know have her come back at SmackDown, it could have been at Royal Rumble. Her come out at number one, the Sailor Moon outfit would have been dope. Um, but then Melina, who came, who comes in there, who is technically was I don't know if she still is, but was with the NWA at one point. So I wasn't sure if it was going to be any indie way. I don't think she is anymore. She's not anymore. Okay. Did she ever make? Did she make the jump to Impact too? Right after that, or no? What, what did she run on? Did she, make, out a bit. did she make the jump to Impact right after that, or no? No, I don't. Was she ever an Impact? So I was trying to. I thought she was one at one point. I don't really think. So. I mean, I'm, I I know she was in. She was in NWA, right? And I, I know that. she went to. I think MLW for a second, or maybe it was Lucha Underground. One of those two. Okay. But I don't ever recall her staying in, in uh, Impact. I don't think so. Well, like maybe, what's, maybe. What's up with her though? Because I heard a while ago, probably two years ago, that she was working her way back from supposed to be redebuting or returning or whatever you want to call it. Like probably two years ago, yeah, I, I, I never saw her. I heard that too. That yeah, was, I heard that too. I think that was she, NWA she thing, has here, right? shot it down and. I guess it wasn't true, or maybe oh, she was injured. I, I don't know, but I know there was a report going around that she was coming back. She said no. Um, clearly, it never happened. Right. So I, I don't know. I don't think anyone knows what happened with that. Mm, okay. Well, moving on, Melina. That's a lot of devotion dedicated to Melina. But I really love. I the mean, split. she came, she was looking. She came out looking good. Though. I oh mean, my god! Yeah. I still love the splits. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm a sucker for the splits. It doesn't take much. And then she got tossed out like a fucking geek. Like a complete so. jabroni <laughs> or jabron. I'm not sure what you call it. Jabroni. I'm not sure what you call the girls. She got thrown out a complete jabron. Um, she came out second. I mean, and she got thrown out first. So, and then you had Tamina and Kelly Kelly and Aaliyah, Liv Morgan and Queen Zelina. Um, Sasha's kicking ass at this point. She's tossing people out. She tossed out... Um, Zelina, which I was surprised she got tossed that quickly. Um, bunch of people. Bianca Belair comes out at number eight, right? We're all excited. Bianca Belair comes out. Michelle McCool, number 10. I'm uh, skipping over Dana Brooke because why not? Um, a nice surprise I thought was Cameron coming out. Um, 
Nice, nice surprise word. <laughs> nice surprise. <laughs> yes. What are you trying to say? Nice surprise with Cameron because it was going to be an ode to the whole Naomi thing, right? And then you had um, they had the whole interplay with Sonya Deville, which is kind of cool, bringing out Cameron to like stoke the fires even more so with them apparently. And and side note, even my girl looks over and goes, "Hey, Cameron!" <laughs> like, how do you remember Cameron? <laughs> she goes, oh, I've been watching the Diva Show long before we ever got together. She was watching the Diva Show, so she remembers like half of the entrance in on this thing. It was hilarious. She was naming girls before me, like, oh, that's so and so. That's so. <laughs> Yo, real quick, just for the casual fan who may not remember, who is that? I'm asking for a friend. Cameron was part of the funk funk the dactyls with um oh my Luchasaurus yes yeah Brodus Clay thank you I'm saying Luchasaurus huh that's the wrong and it was and it was Brodus Clay who stole Ernest the Tad Miller's theme music yes 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 funny call my mama somebody had to call my mama no so and that's who she was she was one of the other funkadactyls whatever um slightly racist term this man came up for them <laughs> she was one of them um so that was cool that was a cool little throwback i thought and then again sonya deville comes in eliminates her and so it's like you know kind of stick a taint naomi naomi comes in da 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 kicks her ass out and then eventually Sonya Deville aids in getting Naomi out of the Royal Rumble, which again extends their storyline. When done right, the Royal Rumble is very, very good at extending storylines or creating storylines to set up and go to WrestleMania, which is going to be our next podcast talking about storylines. We'll bring that to you next week. Um, did we get up? To, okay, so we have a bunch of people come in. Well, I, uh, Charlotte Fair, Kelly Kelly. Do we make it? Who's you coming with? I, I, do, I do have a. I do have a question. I do have a question. Yes. If Charlotte Flair is she, she, she's a SmackDown champion. Yeah. And she's going to, going around saying she wants to name her own challenger for, for uh, WrestleMania and all that. Yes. Why does she not have to enter number one? Why does she get to just pick a number and come out like everybody else? Like because I, I her last name is like, Flair. If, if you want, if you want to name your own champ, if you want to name your own challenger, you should have to come in at number one. Like, I don't see, and, and why? Why did no other woman want a challenge for that belt at the Rumble? Like, I, it, it was too many questions. I, yeah, you, see, you, you're throwing logic into WWE booking. You don't, you don't. That's why I don't watch do this shit anymore. Because I feel you like a fucking that. idiot when I do. Well, but see, okay, maybe because Charlotte, like Brock did, I think last year, declared herself to be a participant in the Royal Rumble. And Brock and came in at number one when he was champion. As I was did like, Roman right, Reigns. Like champions being in the Rumble, but as I was like, you want to come in number one? All right, fine. But his name isn't Flair. Neither one of the names are Flair. So there you go. It's the ninety-two rule. If if your father won. The 92 Royal Rumble, you get to come in whenever you want to. You didn't know that, dog? It's in the Bible. <laughs> so. Clearly, clearly that is the rule. And one thing one thing we did skip, but we skipped over Sasha Banks getting tossed out early on in that yeah. fucking Daniel Bryan spot. As soon as that happened, I immediately thought about Daniel Bryan in 2015. Yeah. It was like the exact, like, why? 
I like Sasha. Sasha's probably my favorite women wrestler currently right now. Did, did, did you see that part, Crystal? Selena Vega. Selena, oh, followed by Selena Vega? Is that what she said? That's what she got talked about by Selena Vega. Yes, I was like, what did. the hell? Yes, she did. Why? Did you catch that, Crystal? Are you there? Sorry, I broke up. What would you guys ask? Did you um, catch Sasha Banks getting tossed out? So I didn't. I was hoping you guys could fill me in on exactly how that happened because I heard that she came back. I thought it was so she was number one, and I was frustrated that she got thrown out because if it wasn't Bianca, Sasha was definitely on my list. If somebody I would have thought that was one. Right. Right. Um, Sasha got tossed out really early on by Zelina Vega, which was crap, which was whack. It actually let the steam out of the match for a few, for a little bit, I felt, with the crowd because it was a huge booze. And it was just kind of like, why bring her back and then toss her out so early? She should have been amongst the last four. So um, she, she was in there for like, for like, like seven or eight minutes. Fucking Tamita lasted longer than Sasha Banks. Was it that short? Damn. She was, it was less than 10 minutes. She was in there. I think you're right. I think you're right. Because even my girlfriend turned around and looked and was like, oh, really? It was like literally, air got let out the room, got everything. Um, it, it was literally Daniel Bryan all over again. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty whack, dude. I, I definitely like again, especially having just made her come back, and knowing knowing down the line we weren't going to get a Bailey return. How, why why not not have that go a lot longer? Or especially she could have been in the ring around a Rousey, and that should have been something we wanted to all see. Um, so then we move on. Of course, Charlotte. Like we, I guess we all Charlotte Flair. We missed a couple people like Rhea Ripley and Carmella, and you know, and all that stuff. But whatever. Um, I thought it was hilarious. Irie comes out, but it's the RTC Irie, and and she's on the and mic. she looks the same too. Exactly, like she has the same. <laughs> <laughs> she looks exactly the same. She gets eliminated by Brie Bella. Did we mention that the Bellas came out already? The uh, well, Brie Bella came out, and then now here comes what what would have been my fantasy booking story that I know would not come to fruition, but. When number 20 came out was Mickey James. She comes out with her title belt on, which there was some debate as to whether or not that was really going to happen. But if you notice how the cameras quickly shot off of her whenever you got a shot of the belt, she would come out and you see the strap on and went to a crowd shot. Then she pulled the belt out and pulled it up. The camera shot down somewhere else. So they never really gave you a full shot of the TNA, TNA title, but she was wearing it. Um, pretty cool my fantasy booking story was Mickey James goes on to win this and she goes on to Wrestlemania to face Charlotte Flair in the very first interpromotional women's world title match at Wrestlemania I thought that had been the coolest thing ever but also knew that would not you know that I knew it was I said fantasy booking fantasy all right fine fine (laughs) and I do want to say like I, I was only like half attention to the commentary, but I don't ever call them saying that Mickey James is the impact or knockout champion or whatever no, they call her. They never um, mentioned it. They, I, don't, I don't think Corey they Graves ever referred to her as champion. It said on her little nameplate, but I don't mm-hmm. think commentary ever said this is the knockout champion. No, they didn't remember mention. They didn't mention TNA. I don't think did they? I don't remember hearing that part. No, they just mentioned her. Her being a you know. 
being formerly with WWE, but no, there was a mention of that. So there was that. But again, can you be surprised? No, of course not. Um, nah. Can't, right? It's, come on. It's, you know, Vince was like, God damn it. Don't say her names. Don't fucking say TNA. So. <laughs> that wasn't going to happen. Um, so, um, let's see. We got Mickey. Uh, Mickey puts out Michelle McCool, which I thought was kind of interesting. Like, okay, you're going to put out the taker's wife? Wow. All right. Maybe some shit's going to really happen, but it didn't. Um, Alicia Fox comes out. That was really cool to see Alicia Fox again. Another one. Um, my was girl. it? Yeah. Was it worse? Yes, because was it? I was like, look, Trina, you know who that is? She was like, yeah, that's Alicia Fox. I know who that is. So it was funny. I'm like, literally, it was everybody from like Diva's show. <laughs> they got the old demons cat without Alicia Fox, but continue, continue, continue. That was the finale, uh, right? Hell no. Then Nikki Ash. Oh, I was remember, and, and I and I text this when it happened. I cannot wait to explain to Jimmy Jam about Nikki Ash. So Jimmy, here it goes. <laughs> Um, Why I, do you guys hate me? <laughs> I can't think of what her name was. Nikki something, right? But she was a pretty good wrestler. She was part of that stable, that sucky stable that was in TNA. And um, she came out. She did her thing. She had some really solid matches. She can work. And um, I guess she wasn't getting over. And apparently she, quote unquote, as I put up the quality fingers, came up with this gimmick, quote unquote, where she would come out with a superhero outfit, and she would be Nikki A.S.H., which was almost a superhero, because she wasn't quite a superhero, but she believed in her mind she could be, so she was almost a superhero, and that's how it got... That's the dumbest shit. (laughs) What in the fuck is almost a super... Okay, so I remember when you guys sent me the whole graphic of her, Back like a few months ago, yes. and I was like, "This looks fucking stupid." But I didn't know it was almost a superhero yes. thing. It's like that's what, it stands what? For. that's what it stands for, Jimmy. What? <laughs> what is almost? Uh, okay, so I knew they changed her name from Nikki Cross to Nikki Ash. Nikki I thought it was a Nikki. I thought it was a whole. I thought it was a Carrie Cross thing. That's what I thought. I thought Carrie Cross is coming up. They're going to change her name, but whatever. It's stupid, but it's Vince. Whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But. Mm-mm, mm-mm. What almost is? I, mm-hmm. I'm really mm-hmm. confused. Mm-hmm. What is almost a superhero? She's almost what? a superhero. She's not quite a hero, but she's really believes she can be. So she's almost a superhero. So, so let me, let me. So listen, listen. I understand the perspective. It's kind of an old school mentality. It is not how we were raised. We don't really almost or half ass anything. I get that. However. Think about who they're trying to promote to these days, who it's built for. This could motivate a young female with self-esteem issues, potentially. You're almost that there. You're becoming fucking stupid. <laughs> in what where in what in what part of life do you almost do anything? What if you with your woman, you with your wife, your girlfriend, and you getting it in, and then oh, baby, did you come? No, I almost came. And you're okay with that? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
<laughs> what if you with your boss? Oh, I get, did I get the promotion? Oh, I, you almost got it. Oh, great. What? What? <sighs> okay, see. This is why I stopped <laughs> watching. Now Christian I'm Cage, like a goddamn lunatic, which I did not want to do. Christian and Hate Cage is going in a more wholesome uh, Judeo-Christian upbringing background with thought of, hey, we're coming to motivate and inspire. You're talking about female orgasm. See, we're on a different page right now. And damn all that wholesome bullshit. <laughs> I'm not. I'm openly, man, I'm a, I'm a sinful heathen. You are sinful, I'll give you that. <laughs> Never. The words and thoughts of you are coming from Jimmy Jam. Do not necessarily reflect the thoughts of the click They reach the promised land each and every time. They see God. The words coming to you now are directly from Jimmy Jam and reflect his thoughts, not necessarily that of the click cats. We wholesomely thank you for listening to us and continue to follow and like our show. All right. Now. And if you want to make your woman come, not almost come, Bluetooth.com. That's a free Pay me the next time. Moving on, apparently we struck a nerve. It's kind of my fault. I really did set this up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you did set me up. I did. I did. It's on me, man. Um, next up was Nikki Bella, who is actually my girlfriend's least favorite Bella. I know you. Oh, the, God damn, she actually has a least oh, favorite Bella, oh. and she has a least favorite Bella. It's awesome. Um, so next hour was Nikki Bella, and her and her sister got rid of Alicia Fox. Then Sarah Logan came in, and I was like, Sarah Logan, thick as hell for a WWE girl. She was like, like, damn, you healthy, like shit. So and I'm not knocking it. Don't trust me. I was not knocking it at all. I'm like, God damn, y'all got somebody like that. Okay, so. Sarah Logan comes in, and then um, next out was um, next out that matters was Lita. Yes, Lita. Hey, yeah, hey, Lita. Lita. We love Lita. We, we like we like Lita here. We, we like Lita, Lita on the cast. The click likes Lita. Lita, you know, she a freak, and I do freaks. I'm saying I like. Never mind. So Leah came out, and it was cool <laughs> to see Leah, and. Um, her and Mickey James had a standout. I know they had some history going back in the days. Um, this is where I think Chris Dahl pops in is Mighty Molly comes out with her butch haircut. She looks like um, Mighty Molly did Molly before she got that haircut. That's what she looks like. Oh, the butcher, or the She's all three. Oh, shit. <laughs> she, um, she, uh, yeah, she. I, I don't know. Maybe she came out to my. I'm not knocking nothing. We here at the Clickcast fully support the LGBTQ community, and I'm not making any full support. For this. Full support. But she, she came out with this. She, I think I've seen it before. I'm just like, wow, that's not cute but anyway that doesn't matter it's what i think it's what i think um so after listen 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 listen. ron's words are his own jimmy said nothing about a butch haircut don't don't come to me i said nothing about a butch haircut no this is this is what my brother's trying to say the cut didn't look good on her that's it that's it see i'm not trying to knock it i'm you know i it's yeah 
I'm from San Francisco, and we just speak free about shit, and I've been around a lot of things. And I'm going to call it as I fucking see it. All right. So um, next out was Ronda Rousey, the worst kept secret in the last 24 hours, 48 hours, actually. Um, we all pretty much knew Ronda Rousey is going to be there. And at that moment, right, we all pretty much knew who was winning the match. Um, as much as I wanted to see Bianca Belair win and go on to face uh, Becky, and at the uh, WrestleMania Royal main event, main event first night probably, uh, I knew that wasn't going to happen in this case. I knew Ronda Rousey was going to win. She comes out and she dumps out Nikki Ash. Shh, calm down, Jimmy, hold it. And she, um, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> she puts out um, a Brie outs Nikki. That's what happened, and it was sister on sister crime. That's what happened. Brie put out Nikki. And Chassie Blackheart comes out. And Shayna Baszler, who was pretty completely ruined. We hadn't seen her for months before this. So Shayna Baszler comes out. And, wait, um, hold on. Wait, let, 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 let me just say one thing. What's with all the new shitty music in WWE? Uh, like, no. every time someone came, I'm like, this person's music is different and it's worse than what I remember. It's like, I used to love Shayna Baszler's music. She had awesome theme music. And now this generic bullshit like it has no identity it has no soul anyone can have it yeah. no. yeah. speaking of no identity and and no soul we're gonna get to that at, at the men's royal rumble but what were you saying chris Dunn? we gotta bring it back to the originator from all the volumes back in the day was his name like jim johnson or something like that yes yeah that was him that was and, and they fired his ass yeah it was a money. It was a money and rights issue. Anyway, so we get down to our last four women, and like traditionally, the last four, whoever men or women in the Royal Rumble, are like our top four in the company on that in that position. Or top four people on that brand in this case, or whatever. But these are your top people in the company. So our last four people were Bianca, Charlotte Flair, Shayna Baszler. Of course, she just came out at thirty, and Ronda Rousey. Um, you ended up having. Um, Ronda Rousey Flair one on one, and of course Rousey wins after uh, Bianca gets tossed out. Baszler, uh, Charlotte puts out Flair. Flair and Rousey goes one to one, and that's how it goes down. Um, yeah, what if, I mean, I like actually Chris, Chris Dog, Kristen and Cage CT. He came up with um, something that I'm going to start using. I'm just re realized that right now. We're not going to give out stars. We're giving out grades. Um, what would you give the grade, Christian Uncaged? What would you give the grade to that Women's World Rumble? Are we going with stars or are we going with like ABCs? Our, our grades. This is your rating system that you created about 20 minutes ago. Okay. Let's, let's be different. Um, so I'm going to give it. One to three is going to be our rating system. I'm going to give that a one and a half. Actually, that was my first uh, yeah. This is why. I think the crowd got what they wanted. There was some pop for Ronda Rousey, which I appreciate. Um, I'm not a huge fan just because I don't think that she loves it. They kind of get that vibe. Mm -hmm. um, right. Like, you remember you remember how it was kind of played into the storyline that Brock Lesnar didn't care? Mm-hmm. And he would like, you know, be on TV reading magazines, just wasting time. Giving a damn. Basically, you know, milky for bread and money. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I get that vibe of Rhonda. I'm not saying that she doesn't, but it came off that way before. 
and some comments she's made in the past. So, you know, uh, I, I have my reservations, but I think it's important for the division. You know, bring in all the superstar power you can to make it what it needs to be and what it should be. So, definitely give the give a grade because of that. Other than that, pretty underwhelming. You know, Sasha going out early. I thought it was pretty cool they did have Mickey James. I think she's underappreciated overall, um, and, and definitely made her seem like you know she was the the savvy veteran, and they just didn't want to deal with her anymore. Um, but you know, the reason why I get the low rating, I think, is because you're kind of looking for the rumble to see who's next up to push. And I, I can't say, based off of what I saw in that match, I came out of it and said, hey, I don't, you know, somebody's going to be next. Like, for instance, last year, Damian Priest was a monster in that rumble, right? Right. right and right. it was clear that they were going to utilize him more. Um, I didn't really see that in the Women's World Rumble this year. So from that perspective, I have to give it a lower grade because what did you set yourself up for down the road? And I can't really answer that question as of yet. Yeah, very great point. Hold on, hold on, Jimmy. I'm letting you come in last. On this I'm going to let you come in. I want you to close us out on this because I know you got a lot to say. I'm going to push the show along right now. I want you to finish the, I want you to finish this segment strong. Um, I'm giving this, uh, shit, man. This match, again, like I think you're right, like a one and a half at best. Um, it wasn't a bad rumble, you know? It wasn't like a poor rumble. I enjoyed the Mickey James portion, just of her being from TNA and the quote-unquote forbidden door being open. Um, but there was no um, nobody that came in there, especially after knowing that Ronda Rousey was going to be a part of it. There was nobody else that was going to win. And, and it's only other person I really wanted to win was Bianca, and I didn't care about anybody else outside of that, and that was just how I felt about the Rumble. Um, and the match itself was, it was okay, you know. I, a one and a half is, is about what it was, and that would be mediocre at best, and that's a, a medium feeling about this match. Um, Jam, close us out. Uh, I want to keep this short as small, short as possible because I don't want to drink too much about this but I just think the the, the women's rumble highlighted WWE's problem it was their lack of women in their division they brought back all these legends quote unquote legends these divas who only last like a minute or two got dumb that, that was like a running theme that, that I that I noticed is that these women would come out these these Diva legends, whatever, would come out last uh, a minute or something, and then just get tossed out. Like, what was the point? Ivory comes out, gets tossed down. Melina tossed out. Summer Rae comes out, tossed out. Cameras like, why even bring them back? Oh, I know why. Because you don't have enough fucking women. Mm-hmm. And instead of bringing back these so quote unquote divas, bring up some people from, from NXT. Like, let the fans see who you have in your developmental. You know, I'll I'll never criticize any wrestling company for doing something that I wouldn't do. Because, you know, like, we all have our own ideas, whatever. I'm not going to say, oh, it's bad because they should have did this. No. Just don't insult my intelligence. You released a shitload of women. Your roster is paper thin. Okay, fine. Don't bring back a bunch of divas just to 
fill out this rumble with quote unquote recognizable names. I we know what you're doing. Just why don't you pluck from NXT so we can see the future of your company? That's all I have to say about it. And enough with the shitty music too. <laughs> all right. Um, extremely well said. Really, yeah, extremely well said. I'm going to move on. There's nothing else we can say about this match. I'm going to move on to um, do do drop versus Bailey. Um, this match sucked. Um, it was. I'm sorry. That's my opinion, and I shouldn't even suck. This isn't the right word. Do you know what it was? This match to me came off like a cooler. Like it was a cooler match. Like it could have been like Tito Santana versus like um rick martell or something like it was a match that <laughs> yeah not even a cool tito santana like el matador like el matador versus <laughs> versus like um um shit one of the armstrong boys so it was just it came, and it was disappointing because it was a, a world championship match and it came off like a cooler match like it was nothing to it i thought they went through you know the typical wwe match and um who wins becky wins with the um a manhandle slam off the middle ropes and that was it um who else wanna chris dog what did you think of this match uh, I'll keep it short and sweet. It wasn't anything really to talk about. Right. <laughs> I was uh, I was sitting with uh, my mother-in-law's boyfriend, and we were talking about it. And the fact that her name was Dewdrop, just you can't take it serious, man. Unfortunately, uh, we'll, we'll talk about another match later, and I'll dive in a little deeper. But like, those are the things that you know her characters i mean she's a great wrestler from my understanding See, uh, piper niven on the previous piper niven is wrote. a hell of a wrestler but yes can i can i truly take her serious and I, that's my thing and it's all about how people are marketing and how they're put out there and yeah she's a great competitor but they're not giving her a true chance and this is where i would question creative right what are we doing with her why would you accept a name from somebody who's not even in the company anymore so that's what i think about that match Thank you, Christian Costas. Um, Jimmy Jam. Uh, listen, <laughs> yeah. Um, since he brought up Tito Santana, let me just say uh, Strike Force, his tagging with Rick Martel was great. <laughs> um, Rick, <laughs> uh, Rick Martel in WCW, I'm going to say it. He was he was enjoyable. I liked his run in WCW. Now, what does that have to do with Dude Drop versus Becky Lynch? Not a goddamn thing. He's rabbit you know watching what? him right now. But <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? Piper slash I mean of 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 Viper slash Piper Niven, whatever you want to call her, she's great. Mm-hmm. But I refuse to talk about a match with a wrestler named Dewdrop. Mm-hmm. So there it is. Facts. And moving on. That's pretty much it. And I just want to put it out there. Two women I remember watching in the same uh, women's classics that they had, the specials that they had on the uh, WWE Network. Two women that I watched I was really impressed with were Bianca Belair and Piper Niven. And to see what they've done to Piper Niven is is um, why Jimmy doesn't watch WWE anymore. Okay, so Lashley versus Lesnar. Um what can I say about this match? Actually, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's on the background as we speak right now, and I'm watching Roman Reigns show up. Um, Piper, that's that's really great timing, actually. That's no bullshit. Um, 
Legendary versus Lesnar. One of all, first of all, it had a great video package. I wanted to just throw that out there. I'm a fan of really cool video package, and they had one of those that will pump you up. If you remember back in the day, um, they used to have some great video package prior to the match, and and that would get you excited, and and it was just cool and very well done. Um, good spots, really fierce match. They both look strong. Um, I really liked how at one point Lashley goes through a barricade. Like he's going and then, you know, Brock, Cowboy Brock bounces away and he's pointing to his head like, hey, I'm the smarter guy. And then Lesnar, I mean, Lashley's right back up and he's putting him through the pole and they're back doing some spots. And it was well paced. Um, good match. The outcome was more storyline. Um, I know Jimmy's going to probably say that Brock was made to look stronger. Then Lashley was made to look weak because he was, didn't get a clean pin. So I want to hear what you got to say about this, Jimmy Jam. So, <laughs> yes, Brock did get he got the visual pin. Um, Lashley, he did look stronger than than than, uh, than Lashley. And like, like I said, I did get caught up in the storyline for for the for the most part. And from what I gather, Brock was talking about Lashley like he was a joke. Mm-hmm. He called him. A Brock wannabe. He's like Lashley who? Mm-hmm. And I agree with all that. I don't like Lashley. Lashley to me is the modern version of Lex Luger. Bland, mm-hmm. boring, no charisma. I mean, I, I do not like Lashley. Lashley is just like Seamus to me. They're one in the same. <laughs> Interchangeable. One, one is black, one is white. Both have muscles, both bland, both boring, both former champions who had runs that flopped. Whatever. Uh, so, yeah, modern-day Lex Luger. Ugh. At least Lex Luger had banger matches with uh, Ric Flair back in the 80s. But whatever. Who didn't? Who um, didn't? <laughs> um, about this Lashley-Lesnar thing. The same match, I'm a huge but... Lesnar. Yeah, I'm a huge Lesnar fan, so, of course, I want him to win every match because he's Brock Lesnar. Why not? He's great. Um, even though his matches are formulaic and kind of, you know, whatever now, but... I still like him. Um, but, yeah, this match, uh, I've, I've seen the barricade spot way too many times. It does nothing for me. Um, Paul Heyman turning on Lesnar and siding with the Reigns, like, I, fine, I guess. But I've seen Reigns and Lesnar so many times, I just don't care. Um, mm-hmm. I'd much rather see Brock mm-hmm. fight someone new. Mm-hmm. Um and and you know what? For for both Lesnar and Lashley to both be legit amateur wrestlers, I thought they could have done more actual wrestling. And I, I did say that Brock's match is all formulaic. And I, I yes, I already understand that. I acknowledge that. But I thought maybe because they're both amateur wrestlers, they could have done something a little different, do some more chain wrestling, show me something different. Mm-hmm. But no. Which Brock is very capable of. Brock match. Huh? Which Brock is very capable of. We've seen him do it. Which Brock is very capable of, mm-hmm. yes. But it was just the same Brock match, German suplex, German suplex, which I would have enjoyed had it been anybody, not anybody, but had I enjoyed if it was somebody other than boring-ass Bobby Lashley. So, so a champion again. Yay, great. Why not Big? Why not have Big E get the championship again? Instead of boring-ass, you know bland-ass, 
Biggie's oh, run was Lassie. was going on a decline, unfortunately, and I'm a fan. Um, Biggie looks like a goddamn geek. We will talk about that yeah, later. We'll get into we'll talk the about the rumble. Um, so Lassie, he does nothing for me. So check this out. It was a, a herlock to a ref bump, then an f bump. Herlock, which Brock did not get out of. It was a ref bump, which is how he escaped, and then an f five into another ref bump, and then you had Reigns come in. Krista, what was your take on this match? So, I want to throw this out there first. I completely, 100% disagree with everything you said about last thing, Shane. For what Seamus is asked to do, I'll be quick on Seamus. He kills it. The Celtic Warrior, uh, the Bar, um, even this Fight Club thing, I haven't really been peeping it too much, but like, it all fits what he can do. But there's one thing I have to give them credit for. They've always found out what he can do best. And he's good in Excel. If I had a sound button, I would hit the snore sound right now. I'm falling asleep. Boring. Boring. So anyway, with Bobby Lashley, the almighty, he doesn't have to talk. He has MVP there. His athleticism is on a different level. Yes, they could have had a, a certain type of wrestling match, but Bobby Lashley ain't Kurt Angle either. Bobby Lashley's supposed to be dominant. That's his mantra. That's the type of athlete he is. Mm-hmm. So they can't book him that way because it's not going to look right. Mm-hmm. That's not how you utilize him. He's always been used a certain way, and it's effective. That's why he's a formidable champion. That's why he should be champion. This is why I was happy about it and why I was excited for him to headline into the WrestleMania because... He has that opportunity now. Do I like how it happens? Yes or no, depending on how you feel about it. But the man has a strap and he deserves it. Cut the goddamn shit. You like him because he's black, all right? That's the reason why you like him. That's not true at all. I'm a big Drew McIntyre fan, too, but I thought Bobby was the better guy at that particular time. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, so, Reigns hits the spear. <laughs> Heyman hands hands <laughs> Heyman, Paul Heyman now, which is really leading into there. We kind of see was this gonna happen? It did happen. Paul Heyman looked at Paul at Roman Reigns, handed him the belt, right? And uh Reigns hit Brock with the belt, knocked him out, Lashley pulls the pin, and that's what um Chris Dog was referring to as not necessarily liking the way it happened. So, and that was my take also. Um, I wanted to see Lashley win. I actually disagree. I think he's a lot better than Luger. I'm not going to say he has more personality, but when paired with the right person, the right group of people, and his actually, his in-ring charisma now, I think is tons of uh, uh, away or, or tons ahead of where it was before. When it, on his first run, Jimmy Jam, I'm with you a thousand percent. I couldn't stand him. I, I thought he was so whack. I didn't, I thought his push was undeserved only because of his look and he was whack. But um, I thought he's gotten a lot, lot better since then. Again, I mentioned before his TNA run, I think he did a lot to improve. Or should I say impact? I would much rather TNA. watch yeah. Narcissist Lex Luger than boring ass <laughs> Bobby Lashley Bobby or Lashley. boring ass Bobby Lashley Shane. Lashley is all right. Nah, so, the Hurt, the Hurt family, whatever, the Hurt business, her whatever business. Called, yeah. that group was dope. And they messed it up they again. Were so they, 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 came off, they came off well. You telling me they that Lex Luger and the Wolfpack were good? And once again, the, the WWE messed it up. Are you telling me that Lex Luger and the Wolfpack was cool? No, it was awkward. No, he looked like a geek, yeah. as you mentioned. 
I agree, actually. Bobby Lashley, you can put in a lot of different situations because he is multi-talented to do so. And don't have to say much. Okay, we're going to move on. You You guys, we're going to hold this conversation for another one. Oh, man, we're not going to get into the Bobby Lashley conversation today. We have too much still to talk about. And I don't want to hold you guys up. So, next up. is a better athlete, but he's equivalent of Luger as far as talent. There it is. All right. Look at Jimmy. I get in the last goddamn word. All right. So. Because Lashley sucks. That's why. Moving on. He does not suck. You don't watch. Miz and Maurice Moving versus on. Edge and Beth Phoenix. Um, now, oh, me God, being. We can move on from this. Uh, me being the traditionalist. And I'm going to. Um, I, I'm going to lead on this one, and I'm a traditionalist, and I thought this match would have been the perfect match to put on after the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, you don't put on... I understand this one had more to do with um, Miz and Maurice having a TV show and being out there uh, than it had to do with actually pro wrestling because this is an entertainment company, not a pro wrestling company. We get that. But this match coming on after uh, two world title matches, that's ridiculous. How does that, how do you, I mean, really? I, I just don't get that. And and that was literally my my first turn off to the match, other than the fact it was Miz Maurice versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. Um, it pretty much went how you went, we thought it would go. Yada, yada, yada. Um, double, um, what the hell you call that move? Double. Um, um, glam slam. Thank you. I saw it. The right glam here. slam. Double glam Stereo slam. Stereo glam slam. Stereo pin. glam slams for the pin. Um, any thoughts on this? Maurice match? looked awesome. She did look awesome. Maurice would. She did. Ooh, man. She did. I hope. I, I know. I know Trina doesn't listen. She looked hot. So, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Crystal, any thoughts on this match? Was there anything to say about this match, quite honestly? Oh shit! He just texted me. Uh, he said his phone hung up on him. Oh man! To uh, to finish up. Shit! All right. To finish up. We're gonna finish up. Yeah, to finish up. To finish up without him. All right. We're gonna finish right. up. We're gonna move on. Okay, we're on a roll. Um, we, I think we pretty much ended that match. There was nothing I think that pretty much says what needs to be said about that match. Um, I refuse to review a match with the fucking men. So yes, we can move on. Oh God. Anyway, the men's Royal Rumble. Okay. So, uh, okay, Jimmy Jam. I remember initially saying, "Yes, you're gonna like the beginning of this match," and you had to, right? Because probably the highlight of this match for me was the face-off between your number one, AJ Styles, and your number two, Shinsuke Nakamura, who is my guy. You know, you know what? If this, was, <laughs> if this was 2016, 2017, I would have loved it. But it ain't. We're in 2022. And both of these wrestlers, both of these wrestlers were once great, not so much anymore, especially Nakamura, who's a goddamn shell of himself. Oh, God. Um, this, oh, if, I, I've, I've already seen them have a disappointing, bland, boring rivalry they that did. included a disappointing, bland, boring WrestleMania match. So, no, this did nothing for me. <laughs> But I mean, we were talking about on a level of WWE for you, so I figured you'd be like, ah, something to look look at for ninety seconds. So yeah, it, it wasn't all that. It was, it was, it was more of a, a a call out to like you know real fans 
who were who had immediate New Japan take and was like, ooh, AJ and Shinsuke. But yeah, that was about it. Um, and, and Nakamura is the IC champ, and he got he got eliminated the hell of quick. He was like what was the, the third one out or something, something like, like that. Something like a like fucking that. geek. Something like that. But I also thought, which was very cool, was another callback that came in very shortly thereafter with number four. Bobby Roode comes in there, and there's a Bobby Roode AJ Styles face off, and Bobby very audibly says, "I've waited for this for a long time, and so have they." Points to the fan, and I'm like, "Fucking right, okay, Bobby, I like that. That was cool because you know Bobby Roode and um, AJ Styles spent plenty of plenty of years together in uh, TNA slash Impact Wrestling, and I'm sure they've had many of fights, many of matches." all over the world. So that was, I thought was a cool callback. I like things like that. And AJ put it out rules shortly thereafter. So yeah. And, and then, you know what? I'm looking at my notes right now. And right here, I, I mentioned my, my note, despite all the talent WWE got, got rid of over the past couple of years, they still have a lot of great wrestlers. And yet they are still so shitty with creating. Bobby Roode, another person. What happened to the, what happened to the, oh. to the glorious thing? What happened to that? <laughs> Great interest music. Just, just Great lame, interest music. Lame as fuck. You know, Bobby Roode was somebody who I was never really that impressed with in Impact. And I remember everybody saying this dude had championship written all over him. Um, when he got in, into NXT, I loved the character. I thought he was way over. To me, he fit with that group so much better. And uh, myself... Uh, my son Ezekiel, my brother Christian, and his wife, and God, I think that was, it. and his nephew. We all went out to see um, NXT at San Jose State Arena, and the main event was Bobby Roode versus Roderick Strong. I pop so big for this match. It was a hell of a match. And you know, it's one of those things where you get to see guys at a house show just have a match. Just go out there and work their ass off. And you had, again, Roderick Strong. He may, he's probably one of the more bland wrestlers out there, but he's one of the better workers out there too. And um, and Bobby Roode, yeah. go out there and work. Oh my God. That was a treat for me. That was a hell of a match. And to me, I walked away going, Bobby, that's what they've been talking about. Bobby Roode is a hell of a fucking worker. And I became a huge fan after watching him live on that show. And then to see from that, from his NXT run, to in which I became a big Bobby Roode fan, to front to his status now, working with, as you know, Dolph Ziggler's second, I don't know what you want to call him, fucking waste of talent. Fucking waste of talent, man. Oh, man. So, yes, you're right. Um, so you have Montez Ford. Damian Priest comes out, who basically did nothing in this match. Do you remember anything that he did that stood out in this match? No, and I wrote in my notes, Damian Priest, U.S. champ, got dumped out. Like, what? Stayed with everybody, a fucking geek. <laughs> How do you treat your champions like that? Your IC and U.S. champion both got dumped out like fucking asshats. Oh, man. I don't... Uh, this is what I, I keep saying this. It's not about... Okay, it is about the shit creative. It is. But it's more about WWE insulting my intelligence. These are your champions. Uh, 
Uh, uh, oh, damn. Yeah, I, you know, I'm big on champions. Corbin, too. Oh, so happy Corbin. Yeah, it was by Happy Corbin or something, right? Was it? I, I, yeah, he oh, got tossed out by Corbin. I what, yeah, that was did, right. Did, 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 did Priest come in? Priest came in number what? Like, uh, Priest came in? in at seven. No, happy. Yeah, Priest came in at seven. And they came in uh, Sami Zayn and then after him, Johnny Knoxville. Who gets put out by Sami Zayn, which if you've been following the story, Johnny Knoxville had a severe concussion not that long ago. He he couldn't take a bump. So I was surprised he did as much as he did, and I knew they'd get him out real quick. Um I hope he's But you, you you know you know what? You know what Johnny Knoxville, he had the time of his life getting the shit kicked out of him. He did. He you took a he few finishes. He took a few finishes. <laughs> he loved right? every bit of that. Right? So that was cool. Then you had, you know, a couple people come out, you know, Angelo Dawkins and stuff like that, and almost, and almost, which I thought, are they really going to put over almost? And um, so he comes out, he starts kicking some ass, and Ricochet comes out. You knew he wasn't a last. You mean Great Kali 2.0? Yes, yes, yes. Great Blackie. <laughs> God damn! Uh, but I mean, God you know what damn. I don't like? They always have. And they did this with with um, Keith Lee. I know I shouldn't mention his name to you, Jimmy. They did this with Keith Lee. They had almost God, come out I'm, I'm, and I'm just it just scream. What? I wrote that oh, in my notes. God. What oh is it with God. all the goddamn roaring oh. and yelling? Yeah. Oh. What is that I shit? I have no idea. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ins- I, It's so annoying. I, like, can we? How, you don't admit the Canadian wrestlers do that. How come? How come only? Um, you know, almost and Keith Lee got to do that shit, Vince. Anyway, so um. Oh, oh wait, no, no, no! I'm looking at my notes right here. It wasn't Corbin that that tossed out that tossed out Priest. It was Omos. Oh, okay. It was Chad. Chad Gable comes in and organized the troops. He he rallied the troops and then he stands Damian Priest. Why would you? Why did he listen? One. Huh? Why did Damian Priest listen to Chad Gable? Yeah, I I don't know. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Uh, insulting my intelligence uh, he goes one-on-one tossed out like a like a goddamn geek and then they all gang up on Omar. like why did you do that first uh, why didn't you do yeah, that first yeah he did why, go out why would geek. the u.s champ listen to chad gable about going one-on-one so so let's say it Let's start right here. We're going to do our new geek of the show. Our geek of this show is going to be Damian Priest. Oh, we could have a lot of geeks of the show. Okay, we could have a whole show of him. It would be more geek than show. So we're just going to go with Damian Priest. Fine. Fine. Oh, my God. So then we come out and you got Dom. Dominic Mysterio comes out and... um, and they all get together and they rest. Okay, they all come together and they all start to get rid of almost. And if you, I caught on the on the replay, it was AJ Styles that comes in and makes the final push to get almost out. So this storyline will continue, as we mentioned on our next show. We'll be speaking about storylines in in the Royal Rumble. I didn't call it WrestleMania yet. Oh wait, I I, I do I do want to say one thing. I do want to say one thing. Yes. Montez Ford came out looking like a star. Yeah. When he came out, I yeah. was like, 
got banned. Yeah. Put the IC or whatever. I don't know if he's on Raw. So I don't know. Put whatever right. mid card title on him and stop the rocket to his back. Yeah. And then Angela Dawkins came out. I'm like, I want Taz to fucking heal on him and kick the shit out of him. And then almost happened. And I'm like, well, fuck me. That ain't going to happen now because almost ruined it. But whatever. I just wanted Facts. to put that out there. Facts. Montez Ford is stuck in a tag. You know, for WWE to hate tag teams, I don't know why they have Montez Ford stuck in a tag team with Angelo Dawkins. Put him with Bianca yeah. Belair. Let them be a power couple. Yeah. I would like that. I don't even watch this shit, but I'd like that. It did be worth I love me some Bianca Belair. Bianca's awesome. I love the braid. She's great. Um, I know you're going to love this part. Happy Corgan outs Ricochet. All right. Ugh, God. Do- Dolph Ziggler. You know, they, had, they, they had a long string of... Ju- oh, go, go ahead, Ron. Go, no, I'm no. Like it's, it was your Dolph Ziggler. Corbin gets outed by uh, Dominic Mysterio. Um... Who somebody is yeah, hey, Austin Theory is limited by AJ, so we'll see where that goes. Um, so I'm I was wondering if it was gonna be speaking of storylines, are we gonna see the almost and AJ storyline continue? Or are you gonna see Austin Theory and AJ meet at WrestleMania, which could be the thing to get Austin Theory over, which might might be where they're headed with that. Again, Royal Rumble comes out with some of the best storylines, supposedly heading into WrestleMania at the end of the year. Um, so we had a bunch of people come out. Rick Boogs. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Rick Boogs. I can explain to you Rick Boogs, but you won't like it, Jimmy. No, I, I do want to say, I want to say two things first. This middle portion of the, of the Rumble put me to sleep. They uh-huh. had just a long string of mm. just nothing, nobody's happening. They had Corbin coming in, the Ziggler. And I'm like, what am I watching? Oh, what the fuck is this? I was bored to death. Okay. And then Rick Boogs comes out, and I actually like Rick Boogs. I remember him. He didn't do much when he was in NXT, but I was like, this guy gets it. And then I saw him now coming out with another wrestler with the generic music. He used to have awesome music. Yeah. They come with this generic music. They cut his hair. I'm like, the fuck happened to his hair? And then commentary says he looked like a a a, a, a yoke free Mercury. I'm yes. like, all right. <laughs> I, I, I like that. Look, I, I like the short hair now, but he doesn't look like a yoke pretty Mercury. Hell yeah. All right, that's Hell yeah. Um, I do remember him I like very briefly at NXT, and I had the same thought. Like he totally gets it. He had it. He, he he was great, but um, not there for long at all. And now he's Rick Boogs. So yeah. Um, so we had a slew of people come out. One thing I want to mention is that we had the um, the every year spot where uh, Kofi Kingston does a dive or something and and holds on and and crawls his way back to the ring without his feet touching. Well, this year he jumped <laughs> off, hit the barricade, and his feet touched the ground, and he was immediately eliminated. And I was like, "Ooh, spot fail, spot fail." And once because because the way it happened is he hits the barricade, he holds on, and they. Show you with his feet hanging off, and then the referee eliminated him. We're like, what happened? And they show you just before that how his feet very clearly touched the ground. So I was like, you, you know what? When when uh, when a Molina got tossed out, I was like, is that a botch? Did Sasha, did Sasha Banks mean to get rid of her that quickly? I didn't know. I don't know if it was a botch or not. Mm. When I saw this Kofi thing, I was like, that's definitely a botch. That's a botch. He didn't mean to do that shit. No, no, that's no, no, a no. botch right there. He was supposed to hold on. And it didn't go out well. Well, he went out, Paris, basically, so it wasn't well. And so we have, uh, and I wrote down, spot fail. So um, a couple of people come out. Yeah, Big E. And then Bad Bunny, surprise. Bad Bunny comes in. And um, oh, another celebrity. Yeah. Great. Um, 
And you know what? Out- he, he actually looks really good in the ring. I just don't like celebrity spots. I'm, I'm tired of them. I'm just over them. I think like, they're wasting spots. Wasting on a worker or what could have been a surprise spot of a real worker or somebody that can contribute <laughs> later on. So, But he gets out Seamus, your favorite. He gets Seamus out. And um, he gets out Ziggler. And I cheered for that because <laughs> he gets out uh, Ziggler with the help of Ray Mysterio in the six one nine. And then um, in comes here comes the money. Uh, Shane O'Mac. Uh, Shane O'Mac comes out, and I was like, and yes. I threw up a little bit in my <laughs> mouth when he came out. Oh, damn. It was good to see God, Shane O'Mac make his return. We'll see. It's just for the Rumble, or is it going to be extended return? I know it's it was last good to see him come out. Word. It, was, it was good to see him come out? Yeah. Okay. No. Um, yeah. It was. I, I like the music. Here comes the money. Okay. So I'm going to say it was oh, yeah, good okay. to he, see. He has good music. I will agree. I like to hear the music. But I do not need to see any more McMahon no, on my TV. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. And not necessarily that. Just, you know, here comes the money. And so then Mysterio goes out by Otis and Shane goes, um, Shane puts out Kevin Owens, which is a throwback, if I'm not mistaken, to their feud um, a couple of years ago. Uh, then you have Randy K. Orton, Randy Keith Orton. I don't know. You Randy Clay Randall Orton? Keith Randall Keith Orton Randall Keith Orton I, I, I like Randy Orton Orton's <laughs> come a long way He came on to a came on to a huge hometown pop He's a man dude He's a man And he immediately puts out Big E pretty much uh, I should say immediately He puts out Big E um, And then my guy B-Square's pick for number 30 His pick for the winner Brock Lesnar He comes oh, out oh, oh. Oh, oh, whoa, oh, oh, oh. whoa, whoa. We are, we are not, we are not going to gloss over Big E getting tossed out like a goddamn. I mentioned that we glossed it over. He's a, hold on. He's a geek. Wait. I guess we have another geek in the show. And I, I, I totally agree. Big E just, his last four, three or four weeks have been him being a geek. It's been really bad. He's just gotten pinned clean in the middle of the ring, made it look like a complete herb. Um, yeah, it's been quite the. He fall. started out the year as the champion, and now he's getting tossed out like cat shit. Uh, mm. Uh, mm. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. I said my No, I'm glad you put that out there because I, I wrote down Arkell outs Big E, and I remember thinking, "Whoa, wow, that was pretty." He went out pretty lame. He went out like a lame. So. There's that part. And so, like I said, Brock comes in, which uh, B-squared, shout out B-squared. He predicted Brock comes in. He FIs Bad Bunny. Um, he outs Riddle and Orton. He puts out Shane. And then puts out Drew McIntyre. And Brock wins the Royal Rumble. And it's going to go on to face who? 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 Who is he going to face? Who? Who knows? But Brock wins the Royal Rumble, and he will be facing. Oh, we know, we yes. know, we know. Now, see, is it gonna be? Is they set it up to to? You, you think it's gonna be um, Bobby Lashley, but it definitely could be Roman Reigns, cause, and that's how basically the show is based around who's Brock gonna face at the at WrestleMania. That's what the show is gonna be because it's set up in his match and it ended off in the Royal Rumble. So it was no for me. Listen. Listen, I've said time and time again, I love me some Brock Lesnar. But once again, WWE sees fit to insult my intelligence. 
How the hell does he get a rumble spot? He was the champion coming into the event. He lost the belt that night. How does he get a spot? Granted, if WWE wants to tell me that the loser of, of said Lesnar Lashley match gets a spot in the rumble, fine. A- at least say that. I, I don't they think it makes sense, that. but whatever. At least they say something. How does he get a spot? You know, in very the good rumble? point. He didn't even like beat up somebody and take their spot. He just came out like it was yeah, like, his music like, and show everything. Show me something. Like, it should have been somebody laid out in the back. Oh, yeah. go ahead, Ron. No, this should have been somebody, like, laid out in the back or some shit from an F5 that Brock put, Brock put him through a table and, like, catering. You know, like, it, you know, it, it's, it's just... Brock just came out like that was a plan. Like, I, yeah. I, I didn't want to rant too much about this whole event, but I just want to mention another thing. The rules of the Rumble, they they need to really have real rules. It is 20... 22. The Rumble has been going on since, what, 1988? Yeah. Like, I, I when Sonya Deville came out and then she went to the commentary table, mm-hmm. get in the fucking ring. If but you now, you know what, though? I'm, I'm, I'm going to call in. you out. I'm going to call you out because in the uh, 92 Royal Rumble, the greatest of all time, Jake Roberts comes in, slides, slides down into the corner, and then rolls out of the bottom rope. And, and walks around and says, see how smart I am. And, but I know I'm not comparing Sonya Deville to Jake Roberts. I'm just saying that it's been done prior to this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but just because it's been done, it doesn't mean it should keep happening. This, like, this is my problem. This is We are in 2022. This isn't 1982 with the old Territory Carney Day. Stop with the Carney bullshit. Stop with the bullshit DQ dusty finishes. Stop with these bullshit rumble rules. If you come out at number three, if you want to stay outside the ring, fine. By the time number four comes out, you need to get your ass in the ring. If you don't get in the ring by the time the next entrance come in, you're you're disqualified. You can't come in anymore. Stop it. Stop with these ridiculous rumble rules or lack thereof. Do not insult my intelligence. Stop with the carny bullshit. That's why I don't watch WWE anymore. It's too much carny shit. This has Ugh. been Jimmy's Jam, the rant segment that will follow every week of the ClickCast. And I am your host, Big Ron Studd. Unfortunately, we have lost Christian Uncaged. He'll be back next week or the week there thereafter, whichever week he can make it because he can do that. He's a member of the Click. And um, once again, you can find us on Spotify. Follow us, like us, give us a rating, hopefully very high. You can find us on Google Podcasts. You can find us on Pod Attic. We're located, soon to be located, on iHeartRadio. Go ahead and find our Facebook page, the ClickCast. Like us, follow us, join us. And pretty soon we'll have our YouTube page, which is under construction. You'll be able to follow us there. And we'll be able to put a whole lot of content on there. I got ideas for that. And also our Instagram page, which was still under construction, but it's there to be. Go ahead and like it. We uh, plan to do on that and premiering our show there weekly before it comes out. So, um... Thank you for listening. Appreciate you, Auntie Jerry. Thank you for all our listener. And uh, 
We hope to grow and expand the show and hope you continue to be a part of it. Um, thanks for listening to us and um, have a great Sunday. This show is going up like real soon. Thanks a lot, people. And uh, and the ad companies hit us up. I will show any product you want. Maybe Jimmy, any product. Don't Jimmy is shameless. Hold on, not any product. But hit us up. Jimmy shameless. He'll he'll sell dick pills. He'll sell whatever you want. Um, and, and inflatable <laughs> vibrators, whatever you need. Jimmy got it. We'll see you next week on the quick Bye. <laughs>